Oh, hey, Sam. How you doing? Good, man. Um, have you heard all that construction next door to our video shop where we are currently standing? <laughs> Very obnoxious, noisy construction. Have you seen what they've it's, built it's... there? I have not. What have they built? Bookshop. <laughs> but I thought this was going to be an excuse for... <laughs> For the noise that may that may come through while we're recording, it didn't occur to me that it's like no, this is an ad. Night, You're in so an ad. No way. There's no way. <laughs> this is an ad. Yeah, I stumbled into the. I woke bu- up I, and it's an ad. I stumbled into the bookshop yesterday, and I was um I was chatting to the owner Adam about the uh, the Hobbit book mm. uh, and in association movies, um and he's a he's a really nice guy over there in the in the bookshop. Um, the bookshop podcast is what I'm plugging. I tweeted it too, at Video Shop Pod. But canonically, from that episode, just so you know, Mm. we are side by side, apparently, in universe. That's the new canon. And that's canon. (laughs) Okay. And it's been freshly built. And if we have any noise problems, (laughs) it's noise coming from next door at the bookshop. Okay, cool. So if there's any issues in sound quality, it's on them. Got any tweets? Um, yes, we do have some tweets. Got any of them there tweets? We always have tweets, I say, even though we don't. But we usually do. Um, we got some tweets from uh, at Riley is good about turning red. Um, <coughs> you right there? Go ahead. I just drank Maybe. water sideways. Oh, like, okay. put it down the wrong hole. Not COVID. So I'm then. fine. It's not old, the spicy cough. Old, no. old water down the wrong pipe problem Uh, Um, i shouldn't drink while we have episodes (laughs) riley says teenagers were professional no i don't (laughs) i don't know um you know uh there was a criticism made to me uh next door about the uh the delay in getting to getting to the point on our on (laughs) in in our video shop (laughs) About how customers walk in and try and get our attention, but we're just like chit chatting with each other or like to like our mates, and they'll want to discuss movies, uh, and we'll just go, yeah, what's that? Like you, like most of the stores empty at this point. We're just throwing it all out. Yeah. Mm. They got to like sift through, sift through multiple copies of Doctor Who on Blu-ray to get to uh, <laughs> to get to the main topic at the back. Uh, this metaphor is getting out of hand. Um, Way out of hand. The tweet from Riley says, uh, in regards to turning red, teenagers in Toronto in 2002, and not once does anybody listen to Avril Lavigne's hit single, Complicated, or Skater Boy, completely unrealistic. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> the two best songs ever written. You can tell I was look, a, look. <laughs> I was a kid in the early 2000s. My, like, yeah, like, those songs were pretty ubiquitous. And I know that it was, like, that they're trying to do the whole, like, the boy band thing is the main thing. But I think boy bands were even passe then. <laughs> they were on the way out, but they weren't gone. Yeah, like, the, yeah, not completely, but they were definitely Avril Lavigne was, like, this teenage punk, which was on the way in, I think. Mm. Punk was sort of making a return. Yes, yeah. Um, next tweet from Riley says, I think Pixar hit a certain consistent level of maturity in some of their films, like Toy Story 3 and Incredibles, that now a lot of adult Pixar fans are unhappy when one of their movies dips into things that more exclus- that are more exclusively for children, forgetting that children are the audience. Um, that's fair. Yeah. Look, maybe. Well, we established last episode that I'm... I just don't... I haven't seen, like, half of what Pixar does. I think it's one of those things, though, where a good dinosaur was, like, not well-received. But it was, like, okay, it was just a kid's movie, not a mature theme, clever kid's movie like The Incredibles or um, or Toy Story 3. Yeah, um, like, because I remember hearing people going, oh, good dinosaur's not that good. I still haven't seen it, but, like, m- m- like... The conversation at the time was that it was a bit of a drop in quality for Pixar, and I think nowadays people remember that movie a bit more fondly. Mm. Yeah, but that's kind of bar for the course. Par, par, bar for the course. Par for the course. Um, <laughs> Riley also says, but Turning Red was great. It had a lot of maturity in how it dealt with puberty and overbearing parents, whilst also being something 
kids will enjoy. I really liked Soul, but I feel like 80% of it uh, is just not something children would enjoy. Maybe that's mm. the problem, Cal. Maybe you're a big baby who mm. wants big baby things, and that's why you don't I like I think Pixar. so. I think, <laughs> I think that might be it, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was trying to dish out a scathing insult and I made no, instead just no, a very good observation. Because I did quite like all the all the stuff in Turning Red that was, you know, d- for kids. Mm. And and I think the, the, like, the blurring of the line there, of it, like... I think we mentioned one of the tweets that one of the creators put out that it was unapologetically horny. Yes. And how people were responding to that before they'd seen the movie, and I think that's an accurate thing to say about that movie. I think it is that that, that I I enjoyed. Like it was it was real it was risque for <laughs> for Pixar to do something that sexual, but Nothing. it was also very not sexual. No, no, it's all like very it was, it's all very it much very still childish. a kids movie. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we have one final tweet also from Riley. It says. Also, your next episode should drop on or around my birthday. So this is me requesting <laughs> you wish me a happy birthday on it. You can also wish me an unhappy birthday if you'd prefer. Now, Riley, I'm sorry. I'm sure we have missed your birthday because um, we the recording got delayed a, nearly a week, right? Because I yeah. had COVID. The spicy cough. Um, and um. I had symptoms. Otherwise, we still would have recorded. Um, so just to avoid, yeah, avoid coughing throughout an entire episode, we delayed. But I'm going to wish you a very happy birthday, Riley. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. I, I, I thought you were going <laughs> to, I thought you were maybe going to jump on the, uh, jump on the second uh, option there. Do, do the, the unhappy unha- birthday. Do the unhappy birthday, just to balance it out. But, uh... because no, we're all, we're all a little unhappy on her birthday. We don't have to, like, you don't have to wish that. It's just, just a fact. Like, your birthday comes around, you're like, ah, oh, shit. Another inch closer to the grave. Bruh. <laughs> Don't give me that kind of existential dread. I'm reading a book at the moment called What If? And it's mm. um, serious answers to... Serious scientific answers to hypothetical questions. And it's Love really it. great. But there's like some existential stuff like what will New York City be like in like a billion years? And the answer's <laughs> like, well, probably it could be, for all we know, completely atomized. And future mm. humans, if they make it out of our solar system, are the remains of New York, because that's how the world works. And I'm like, excuse me? Don't like any <laughs> of that. No. No. <laughs> Zero stars. You don't like the New Yorkers surviving? Uh, I don't like New York surviving as people. Like, the buildings become <laughs> New York. People who survive. Or become another species entirely. We just don't. Uh, I mean, at what at what point do we say we're genetically different enough from people that we would call our ancestors? Yeah, well, that's like, the thing too, right? Would we even understand things? There's a there's an interesting um, like a timeline. Um, you break down like when English speakers can go back in time and still understand what people are saying. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't remember the year, but I find that really fascinating. Going forward, but the rate mm. of like the growth of the internet i wonder if that is going to be truncated and like in 50 years if you don't evolve with the language you'll just stop understanding it so i think english is such a good language for that though where like it has this base underlying language that most people like you have a hundred different ways to say something already yeah so you you probably can communicate you even you'll if have you don't know what common means over that. <laughs> I, I was thinking YOLO. You can get it from context. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, like, that's true. When you grab somebody by the scruff of the neck and throw them off a bridge and say, yeet, they'll get the picture. They'll understand then. <laughs> Boyo. <laughs> um, happy birthday, Riley. We hope you're having a good birthday in a terrible mm. world. Um, Oofed. <laughs> <coughs> Spicy cough. Um, sorry, I lied. There's one more tweet, and it's not a good one, Cal. I'm sorry. We should have ended with Riley. Why didn't you do tweet. it first? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize it was there. It was. Uh, I had to scroll up. Um, uh, what do we got? It's from uh, Aussie Monkey. Oh uh, yep, ninety-five. Uh, old mate Matt. It said, "I started making a Pixar ranked list for your Letterboxed account, but just gave up midway because Cal is fucking useless. Watch more Pixar." <laughs> <mate."> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. I, I went into that open about how much, like, how little Pixar I think I'd watched. Um, I'd be okay to do, like, a Pixar marathon. I know that's a lot yeah, of man. movies, but, like, you could, do, you could knock a decent chunk out over do, a weekend. We, we, can, we can do Pixar Pews Days. And <laughs> I, honestly, that sounds all right. <laughs> Except the, the language you've used is awful. No, I love it. A Tuesday um, night it, Pixar sesh where we'll, we'll get the lads together and we'll watch... Yeah, and we'll just watch we'll one, watch maybe one, two Pixar one movies Pix- until we Yeah, one or two Pixar movies until we've watched them all. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good. Plans made. And on that note, we, we can I can finally yeah. say tweets are done and we can, uh, we can soldier on the topic. Excellent. Jeff, play the music. Shop podcast about when you're watching, maybe. I'm your host, Cal. I'm your other host, Sam, and today we are talking about Mr. Tim Burton's Batman movies. This is more of a cartoon than the animated series, yeah? <laughs> now, you'd never seen these, right? No. Okay, I think I may have, but. So long ago. Like, I was born the year the second... I shouldn't say that. Doesn't matter. I was born the year the second one came out. You're just dating yourself very hard. Well, I'm giving giving people more information about me to potentially hack my accounts. They already know. <laughs> Anyone who listens to this show could absolutely... Like, it's because it'll be hack, favourite hack TV show, Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, no, that was a real secure, eh? <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> Cal's like mental note change emergency uh, change the secret recovery questions. <sighs> Go back to mother's maiden name. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, like this is a cartoon. Um, in some ways, in other ways, Batman murders a lot of people, and it's uh, filled with horrible, horrible murder. (laughs) Like that's the thing. Snyder wasn't the first one to do it. I still think he's the most gratuitous with it, except for the flamethrower guy that Batman just sets on fire for no reason, really. For no reason. He turns up at Joker's hideout, (laughs) drops a bomb and oh, just yeah. fucking leaves some days you just can't get rid of a bomb some days you fucking can though <laughs> some days you don't care where you get rid of the bomb um, some days you just let the poor little duckies die <laughs> oh those duckies though they're so cute um yeah, well should we goons. should we start with batman then 1989's batman I um, figured that's where we were going to start what what do you think on our, like overall what are your general thoughts on it Look, like, I was expecting a little bit more serious. I don't know exactly how much more serious, but just a bit more than this. Yeah, Um, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like, because the closest thing I've got to really compare it to, Mm. uh, because it's so out of the realm of usual um, superhero shenanigans that we get today, and Mm -hmm. even that we got in the early 2000s. Like, it's so different. Totally. Um, so the closest thing I've got to compare it to is Superman from the seventies. Yeah, yeah. And and I don't think it quite hits that high. Oh, dude, this is so much better than seventies Superman. I don't think it is, man. And like, because I I love, I, I liked the performance. Um, oh my god, by Michael Keaton. Um, I love. His Batman and his Bruce Wayne. I know a lot of people don't, but I just think his Bruce Wayne is so good. Because you'd meet that mm. guy and go, ain't no fucking way There's that's n- Batman. No way that's Batman. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then and he puts more... on the bat suits and like smirking at people. And I'm like, can you stop that? That's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, well, and the gratuitous murder. Do you reckon you could turn that down a bit? Do you reckon you could take nah. about 100% off the top? More on murder. On that as well. More murder. <laughs> How about you get the bat claw, grab that crate, and just yeet it into some fucker's face? He uses a machine gun to try and murder the Joker. 
And he's yeah. just a bad shot is the problem. <laughs> he is yeah, a, he's, like he he's like he I'm going to shoot every part and... of this road where the Joker's not. Mm. Yeah. He's going to like crop dust to that. Um <laughs> Yeah, it, he turns up at Joker's base and gets rid of his bomb there. Um uh, assuming Joker was there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just I'm going to kill this man. Yeah. Um, they like, kind of yeah. The, the, yeah they don't they don't really go with the Batman doesn't kill thing. They don't even try it in this movie. And I yeah I kind of very different era of Batman. And I, can you imagine though, just for a second, the last piece of Batman media to come out was the '60s show. Yeah, and then yeah, you see this. Like I think that that's, you can't. I was gonna yeah. say that's what I think also is like forgotten with how serious this is. Is compared to that, especially yeah, the yeah, way yeah. it's shot. It's so pretty the way that this movie's shot. It looks. It, it is great. a beautiful film. Yeah, like special effects it. wise, it's it's excellent. It's pretty good, and I love the design of the bat plane. I love the design mm. of the Batmobile. I love that the plane flies in front of the moon for for no, no reason. reason. <laughs> but it's amazing. I love it. <laughs> it's so silly. Well, and it looked like a real thing. Like, not that it was a real plane, but that it was a physical object captured on film. Yeah. Because I imagine it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have probably all been in camera. I think the only CGI was um, the armor on on the Batmobile. Stop motion. Okay. Yep. Now, fair enough. Yep. It's just that it had that metal sort of look that looked very early CG. It's because it's stop motion, so it's much smaller. So the metal, yeah. this, it, it just looks a bit off. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's stop motion. That makes mo- sense. I'm, I'm 99% sure it's stop motion. Because like, lots of the big city shots were on miniatures, yeah? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and you know... Which is really cool. As much... I also love the design of this Batmobile. I think it's the best looking Batmobile. Even though it's so impractical that you need a grappling hook to turn a corner. And uh, see, I think... I had seen that scene out of context before, and I thought that it was silly. But on on watching it in the film and like in the context of the rest of the movie, it's I like think a that was just the best way, as quick as possible. Well, it was the, but it was the best way to convey how fast that they were going because they yeah. couldn't actually go that fast. And it's it's pretty effective in that regard. The I thing think is, so, yeah. Um, was there uh, more or less prints than you expected? <laughs> So, not knowing all that much Prince, I didn't really recognise it. But, yeah, there was there's a lot more just dancing and fucking around. Like, this movie goes for, like, like a solid two hours. Like, that no, scene in the not much gallery. more than that. So good. Yeah. Very good. So funny. Like, and just the way that they're graffitiing it all, like... That does seem very much like what the Joker would do. Like, just high-tier vandalism. Yes. For no... Like, just to be a dick. Yeah, for literally no reason. Literally yeah. no like, reason to do that. Like, I, I think doing that is absolutely in the Joker's character, and it's the kind of thing we sort of haven't been able to see because it's too silly. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree. Um... Man, Nicholson though, holy shit, so good, right? <laughs> so like, good. I, I didn't realize how much of this, um, oh fucking would new be... boy, like yeah, I, how much of this would be channeled by later actors? The Joker. Um, yeah, yeah, very much. This Joker provides inspiration. Like obviously, it's inspired by the Jokers that came before. Is is inspired by um. Who played him back in the 60s show? Romero, was it? Uh, yes, he's Romero. Yeah. Um, um, and... Yeah, and... But, like... Heath Ledger. Mark Hamill, Heath Ledger, the inspiration that all these took. And inspiration in the regards that they were inspired by and also made sure to not do that again, because why try? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... Like, yeah. He kind of nails it. Mm-hmm. The but one- I could have, I could have seen Nicholson doing Heath Ledger's Joker, complete justice at like with the age difference and everything, like oh, him totally. just playing that role again. I, an old man Joker would be pretty good. Well, he was going to return to the Batman universe in the unmade Batman Five. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've heard about that. 
when, when um, after Batman and Robin, they were going to make, I think it was going to be called Batman Triumphant or something. And it was yeah. going to be, it was going to be George Clooney back, Alicia Silverstone back, um, Chris, o, Chris, o, Chris O'Donnell back as Robin. Yeah. As Robin, uh, yeah. It was going to have a Harley Quinn character, but this time yeah. be Joker's daughter. It was going to yeah. have Scarecrow, who was going to fear Toxin Batman, and Batman was going to see Joker. And it was going to be Nicholson yeah. until that movie fell through the after Batman and Robin yeah. tanked. Yeah. No, and look, fair enough. Like, I don't, I don't think the world needed any more of these. Because at, at this point, I've seen them all, I'm pretty sure. I've seen, there's, one, there's only four of them, yeah? Yes, and you're right. They... They kind of, but can you believe this is where it starts and it becomes Batman and Robin in just four movies, dude? Yes, I can. <laughs> it's that silly. It's not that silly. No, and, and, no, it is though. Well, it's a very different kind of silly, though, isn't it? it yes, but okay. It, before we get too far into the second one, <laughs> the second one is just as silly as most of the shit that came after it. In a very different way, though, I think. Because what's the third one? Batman Forever? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, that's so stupid. <laughs> why isn't the fourth one Forever, and why isn't the third one Batman and Robin? The one God that introduces Robin? Yeah, should be Batman and Robin. Yeah. And the one that's the fourth one should be Forever. God, fuck. How did you fuck this up so badly, Warner Brothers? Yeah, I... Oh, wait. This is the same company that did, <laughs> that did all the other Batman movies. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Even their um, best trilogy is only two thirds good, and I know people <laughs> say they like Rises. You don't like Rises. No one likes Rises. You're just a silly Look, we, Billy. Um, we, next time we have a week off, we will probably yeah, we'll, need to, we'll, like, next time we have nothing coming out, we we'll, should probably cover that we'll, trilogy. Yeah, we, we've spoken about it enough, and we never did it on the podcast. We should also probably do. Uh, I feel like we probably don't need to do the Schumacher Batman's because we did Batman and Robin recently. Uh, and like we can we can sort of cover them here we can cover them at the end maybe a little bit yeah like um, we can breeze past them but this movie tim burton's never shied away from the fact that he finds batman to be a very uninteresting character um what well, you can tell from his complete lack of the use of batman, batman in, in this movie either movies yeah like two two thirds of the time michael keaton's on screen he's he's bruce wayne and what saves it in this is jack nicholson's completely engaging performance as a fantastic joker um, who played vicky vale um i don't know but she's also great she's great in this and and like their whole thing with um with not jimmy olsen <laughs> yeah yeah, like, yeah uh what do they call him? Being, being played by not dan Aykroyd. um <laughs> <laughs> yes both those people who um <clears throat> yes um yeah no they're great like, i don't i don't know like their whole inclusion in this story like giving you an excuse for like like how how fucked up is it that this is the freshest version of the Batman origin story like um like the the alleyway scene yeah that being revealed not like to the audience not as some kind of prelude to the actual film but just like but as these other characters that we're invested in because we spent the entire first act with them like just because they find out that's when we see the flashback well that's what's really interesting about this movie as a superhero movie is it's not an origin for batman it's batman's this mysterious player in the game mm. that we learn about as the movie goes on and it's an yeah. origin story for the joker yeah the joker is the main character here pretty much and they until it, it does pivot to be batman but and they don't do any of the stuff that like they don't do the Red Hood killing joke thing with his origin story. They kind of, like, they touch on similarities. Yeah, but it's this is a new take on the Batman origin. And I'm fine with mm. it, personally. I don't care yeah, for... Totally. Sorry, for Joker origin. I don't care for Joker origins. I've never thought they're needed. Um, and that's what's so good about Heath Ledger's Joker. Uh, yeah. But, in saying all that, uh, this one I don't mind. I think it's fairly good. Um, when, when it's someone... Like, when it's linked to the whole police corruption, mob power vacuum stuff that Gotham is built on. Yeah. Um, it's It works quite well. And eventually, there would be plenty of people who don't remember Jack Napier. 
because he was this small time player who yep. had yeah no real connection to anything and um, killed Batman's parents. How did you feel about that? Unnecessary. Just completely like I tend to agree get in the... a modern context, <clears throat> but I think also completely fine at the time. You want to tie in, in a one-off movie about characters that are not necessarily well known to a general public. You'd want to tie the hero and villain together in their and, immortal embrace. Well, and having that be attached to, um, like, because this is a movie about the Joker. This is the movie about the Joker doing something dumb when he was younger, um, becoming the supervillain version of himself, and ultimately having that dumb thing come back to bite him. Yeah, like exactly. It's it's got very little to do with Batman, besides that, like connecting them gives Batman an excuse to have a personal vendetta against this guy and therefore kill him indiscriminately, like he never does <laughs> throughout the film. Um, uh, I, I do. Like, it would be fine a, if Batman had the rule and he broke it for the Joker. Yeah, that would you know, be. And this was like a bad ending for him. Um, yeah. In Batman Forever, I want to touch on very briefly. He tells cool, Robin, there's this really interesting stuff where he's like, Robin, if you kill him, it's not going to do anything for you. Like, about Two-Face. Mm. Like, it'll just yeah. eat up inside you, and, you know, you it won't bring them back. And I'm like, that's interesting, yeah. assuming that this is the same Batman that killed the Joker, out of revenge. Yeah, that he's actually grown and, and then as a person. And then Batman just kills Two-Face instead. He's like, don't you God kill him, because I need to fill oh, my bloodlust. Um... <laughs> Don't you kill him because I'm the hero that Gotham deserves. To murder I, I will wear the sins of the other people who kill people. Fucking yeah. so dumb. Yeah, um, he's your mate. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah. So no, I think it's it's hard to just not want to rant about how good the Joker is, and I love. There's some really great like little moments. That little line mm. where he's kind of bathed in darkness. He's just killed his mate. Like, just shoot at him until he ran out of bullets. Shot him mm. until he ran out of bullets, I should say. Um, and he's just, like... The way it's shot and lit, he's like, wait till they get a load of me looking at the paper. I'm like, it's yeah. so sinister. Yeah. And then there's the bit where he turns a guy into a skeleton, which is silly. <laughs> Very silly. Um, but then there's the bit where he kills a guy with a pen and he's all grandiose on the steps. And Batman, yeah, like... He just does that! In, in the streets. Yeah. That's what I can't... I yeah. kind of like that. It's like a really... I'm like, oh, the Joker doesn't give a fuck. He'll kill but any one of you. the police are all there. And fucking Batman's there. Well, Bruce Wayne's there. And just... No one... No one does anything to stop him. Nope. He just walks the fuck away. He only had one pen. It is Gotham. Happen, it probably happened... <laughs> probably happened 20 minutes ago, too. God damn it. Man, oh, I don't know. So, like... Some things about this movie were, yeah, just so fucking silly. <laughs> um, I liked it. I think it's a great I, Batman I, movie. I did too. It just wasn't what I expected. I was expecting... I also have um, a lot of nostalgia for this, I think, too, just to be fair. Oh, totally. And that is that is totally fair enough. And, like, because it still doesn't scratch the itch that I've always had for Batman of proper hero Batman. Well, like, I, I don't think we genuinely got that until you get you get little glimpses of it in the Dark Knight trilogy, I think. Um, like, and then you yeah. properly get it in the Batman. You know, no spoilers here. E but Even then. That like, ending, though. That ending is straight that, up exactly what I want. Yeah, 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 fair enough. And I, I can't I wait said for no the sequel spoilers where and then it's gave all a that. very minor spoiler, so I'm sorry. Um, very much. <laughs> but yeah, though. like that, that ending is, yeah, is what, is what we want. And I hope the second movie leans into that and doesn't I just, yeah. Hope you are right. Um, I very much, uh, 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 sorry, I do we, very much hope you're right. Maybe we should, uh, we should move on to Batman Returns. There's a lot of that in The Dark Knight, actually. Like, there's, there's that great scene where he goes out in his civilian car and stops that guy getting killed by running a red really great scene because mm. he's like I can't do it in as Batman because it's the daytime 
I'm like, okay. Man, maybe, maybe we do need to watch these again. Because I, I remember very little of them. I think we do. Point. I'm down for a marathon of those, actually. I'd sit down and have a nap while you someone say else that, watched but those. We'd get halfway through the second oh, movie. Oh, 100% and, want, and lie down. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, there's no way we could. You, you need three it days. <laughs> yeah. I know people love weekend. those movies, but man, do they drag at times, especially that but, last like, one. We need to. We need to, like. Stay over Friday night, right? Yeah. Don't not even watch one of those movies Friday night. You Get start up in the morning. First thing. We watch. We watch one with breakfast. Morning. Yep. Then we go like, yeah. Go yeah then we just hang out for a bit. Jog. We watch the next one with lunch. Yep. Yeah, yeah. you really got to space them out. That would be all right. Got to pace your day. Yeah, I think I think you could knock them out in one day if you did them like meals. <laughs> all right, done. Lock it Although in. like a three-hour lunch is. <laughs> 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 you make um, it really hot the food so you gotta like <laughs> like the hottest super manager imaginable so you're just like sipping yeah. it for most you of gotta the try movie. and eat and then the you sun. put it down to cool off and when you go back to it it's now stone cold you've missed the window <laughs> correct you, um, you make a tea when the joker shoots the last guy in the in the in the chain and drives the bus away um and then you, and then by the time Bane is making his speech to the people, you you f- remember that you made a cup of tea, and then you're like, "Fuck!" It's, I agree. Frozen. Anyway, I um, think uh, on just mm. a side note, the Alfred and Bruce dynamic in these two movies, there's so yeah. little of it, but it might be but my it's favorite. So good. I know yeah. that's a big call with Christian Bale and uh, and uh, Michael Michael Caine in the Dark Knight but- trilogy, but. I genuinely think I'm, these two together might be my fave. What I remember of Michael Caine's Alfred is much more one-sided. It's much more that Michael Caine's performance is excellent and the monologues he gives are excellent. I feel like there's very little like interaction between him and, and Christian Bale. I, I might be remembering it very wrong. And I know there's not a great deal between Michael Keaton and... Whoever this guy is, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the actor's name either. But like the way the way Alfred talks about the whole like I like an Alfred who's not just oh you can't keep doing that. You're gonna hurt yourself and blah 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 and like Yeah. Like when when Alfred just says I, I intend to to not waste the final years of my life mourning over a friend or their son. Like, when that's the passive-aggressive <laughs> don't yes. fucking kill yourself, yes. Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, then that's the only one we get. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. It is it's nice. Just nice. Also, I, yeah. Well, and like, and there's the little moments where he just like straight up lets Vicky into the Batcave. And yeah. then in the next movie... <laughs> There is like, what about securing security on the Batmobile? He's like, what are you talking about security? Who just let Vicky into the Batcave, Alfred? <laughs> like, and I, I love that he. It's basically like Bruce Wayne is operating out of his dad's like garage. Yes, yeah, <laughs> his dad's basement, which he pretty much is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Alfred's the one who like does everything. Yes, yeah, legitimately. Oh, must. Mr. Mr. Wayne, all the, like your little girlfriend's here. She's come to see you. <laughs> yeah, and let us. Alfred! Alfred! Don't let don't, don't let, let anyone in. in the back cave. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like that. Or oh, like so or it, good. It, it's cold. It's like it's meant to be cold. <laughs> you dumb fuck. <laughs> he may as well have shouted that. <laughs> And then they like, yeah he did with his eyes, <laughs> and then they keep this Alfred for the next two movies as well after the first two, and I don't think yeah. his dynamic with those two Batman is as good as the dynamic with Michael Keaton. Um, but when they lean into it with Batgirl, like and and so like those two have a good relationship. Yeah, like, that's, that's nice. That's all right. Yeah, it's weird that she's a, his niece, but and it's weird that he makes a bat suit for her just presumptuously. And it's weird that he puts nipples on it. <laughs> and it's weird that he yeah. puts nipples on everyone's bat suits. Actually, Alfred has a Alfred has a little bit of a a dirty side, I think. And look, it's fine. <laughs> like, um, speaking of, that, if that's what you're into, man, I'm not going to stop you. Nipple, rubber nipples. 
Mm. Speaking of Alfred um, yes. and cold soup and serving it to Bruce, uh, yes. Batman Returns is also yes. a villain origin story and also features even less Batman, really. Yeah, absolutely. And both villain or- yeah, both villain origin stories are fucking stupid. Like, so <laughs> ridiculous. They're very uh. weird. Now, I don't mind the Catwoman one. I don't mind... I- actually, I really like Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman and I really like this characterization of Catwoman. I like giving her powers. I think that's fine. Penguin is real gross. It's- just a it's gross, so subtle that icky. she even has powers, though. Oh, and the powers are like maybe she, like she gets lucky, so survives things that maybe she shouldn't, or is it is that luck just nine lives? Like it's very mm. well, and she like survived a very high fall. Well, yeah, like it, it does. She just have brain damage to the point where her getting shot doesn't put her into shock and like knock her out. It like. She she just cops the bullet and keeps walking. It, you, you you're right. It could be there's like there's no confirmation of powers, so it could be something like that. Um, mm. But she's a I really like the characterization in this, and I actually really like the stuff with um, her and Bruce. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Them like like circling around, finding out each other's identities, and then they finally mm. and like both making excuses to Alfred to leave, and Alfred's yeah. like. <laughs> Trying to make and and is, yeah, it's all sorted for him. And Alfred's like, "Well, that was easy. Um, <laughs> it was nice, and yeah, like nice. they they did have a lot of chemistry. Um, and um, it, yeah, it all plays quite well. Have you seen Halle Berry's Catwoman? <laughs> I've seen enough of it because I'm pretty sure it's the same. They do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. So it, yeah, they do the exact same origin somehow. Worse. They, they do. The cats are CGI. Yeah. The powers are yeah. super duper confirmed. She likes rubbing catnip on her face now. Yeah, um, yeah. All the cat stuff is a little bit weird. They, they double down on it a little too much. But it, it's still... It's basically the same thing. Except she works for a cosmetics company now. Yes, because because she's a ladies anti-hero. She has to yeah. fight a cosmetics brand supervillain. But the, the Joker attacked the cosmetics thing last last movie like it's kind of just catwoman rolled in with the first batman movie. i was surprised at how many similarities it's, there it's are it's not it's not it's not the same as the cosmetic stuff from the joker like at all the cosmetic mm, stuff in the catwoman enough. movie is this this makeup will make you incredibly beautiful unless you stop wearing it and then you'll become horrifically scarred but if you keep mm. wearing it you'll stay beautiful and also You'll get powers. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. Yeah, no, I do remember that now. It's but I was just bad. Yeah. Well, it just it didn't make any sense to me as to where any of those ideas would have come from when I when I saw the Halle Berry movie or when I watched long form reviews of it. Well, it was um, originally that Catwoman movie was originally a Tim Burton spin off with Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, that's why they confirmed she was alive. And there's a great doco on YouTube about Batman Returns actually. Um, mm. And the that shot of the of her standing up at the end over the city cost yeah. millions and millions of dollars to shoot, and they shot it like I heard that two weeks before the movie was meant to but be released. Why, why did it cost so much? Well, they originally didn't want it. They originally didn't shoot it, so it wasn't part of principal photography. They went back and shot it just weeks right. before the movie was coming out because the right, studio okay. wanted to confirm Catwoman survived. Properly yeah. confirm, even though it's loosely con- yeah, not confirmed, but like it's implied. Yeah, um, like they they, they want, make they, a point of counting. Well, the and they were planning a still got they, one. Left. They were planning a spin-off, but it's not even Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer wearing the suit. They got the suit, got some random like person in the like editing team to like go and wear and shoot that one thing on, or someone something like that. It's all in this doco, the Batman Returns doco. It's on Warner Brothers like page. It's free. It's like thirty minutes. It's really good. Um, I don't enough. remember the finer details of it. Um, so yeah, they had to shoot all, all the like models and that, and all the shots of like her and the and the thing. It cost millions of dollars in the end to put that yeah. on the end of the movie just before it came out. Like just to tease this spin-off movie that never ended up getting made. Well, it technically got made, but it was bad. Now, how how long was it between movies? 
Halle Berry's Catwoman ended up being 2004? It was after Spider-Man. More than 10 years, man. That's crazy. Yeah, it was a long time. It went through a uh, movie... I uh, I nailed it, 2004. Gee, gee, I'm good. Um, Man, that, that is crazy. 12 years! Yeah. Um, and like the suits worse, the characterizations yeah. were poor Halle Berry. She did you no, hear the stories about her getting nominated for the Razzies for Catwoman? <laughs> like just for her performance or just that movie? Well, so got she got nominated for worst actress at the Razzies for being in Catwoman. Oof. That's that's not fair. She's the only person to ever accept a Razzie award in person at oh, the actual her, ceremony. And she Fucking did it. Nice. Admittedly, she did it with the Oscar she also won that year. Like, she had the Oscar <laughs> in one hand and the Razzie in the other. <laughs> so it was Excellent. a total power play. But I pay oh, that. That is... Move. That's so good. So good. Um, yes, so she's the only person... The Razzies are shit. I don't really like the Razzies, personally. But I used to love them, but I'm like... Kind of, once you... I'm like, people work really hard on this movie. And I know it didn't turn out great and it was bad. But, like, let's not shit on them with an actual, like, hey, here's your poo award. Mm. Well, and it's because really what I think changed Halle Berry's one into something dumb, like, that the people really didn't like, is that the 90s was just a bit shit, stylistically. <laughs> sure. Like, like, Tim Burton's fingerprints all over Batman made it this, like, weirdly timeless, like, overly stylized kind of movie. Yeah, yeah. It lives outside of the 90s, those movies. Yeah. But, uh, like, fair enough, because it was late late 80s, early 90s. Like, things hadn't... But they also live outside of the 80s, really, too. You know, like... Yeah. Like, it's very um, mm. clean cut. Well, like you said, Tim Burton's got such a style. And the style of Gotham City in this movie, like, informed the style of Gotham City moving forward, I think. I don't think... Mm. Enough credits given to this movie for the way Gotham is, like, stylized. No, fair enough. I, I think it probably is uh, gets enough credit, but... Oh, maybe um, it does, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, Tim Burton's style, like... Like... Is not necessarily Batman. Like, you could... I reckon you could watch Batman without knowing that Tim Burton was attached to it at all, compared to a lot of the other projects and Batman Returns which I think is just straight up Tim Burton it's even like (sighs) Christmas it's like snowing these movies always seem to involve snow yeah Um, yeah I guess it just it doesn't look like Beetlejuice it doesn't look like uh, um, no I guess not but Beetlejuice doesn't look like Edward Scissorhands like his movies while they have distinct styles that are very Tim Burton also have styles within, like, parallel, you know? Like, they, they yeah. are unique in of themselves. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, may- yeah, maybe I'm trying to put him in too narrow a box here. But, like, the the style of Batman... Yeah, like, I think the style of well, Halle Tim- Berry's Catwoman Tim was Burton made edgy. Mars Attacks. That movie yeah. doesn't look like anything. <laughs> it just looks like nothing. <laughs> like, nothing. Uh- but yeah, like the '90s just looked shit. Doing doing something that was that '90s was just a shit idea. Um, making it this like edgy, like hip hop. Ah, oh, the basketball like scene. soundtrack and the basketball oh. and the and and the yeah. It just it's it seemed so well, and it was trying. It, it to... seems like a period piece of what people thought the '90s were like. Well, and it was in the 2000s, and it was trying to be Spider Man. Yeah. Which everything uh, was. So, Daredevil also but, tried to be Spider-Man, like... But Spider-Man is... Spider-Man is Superman. Like... Yeah. <laughs> the way they... The way Spider-Man looks is like how the Superman movie looks. Like... <laughs> they also got, like, like that, a super yeah. creative director to direct the first Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Um, like, can you imagine if it was directed by anyone else? Or directed it, by James yeah. Cameron, with James Cameron's Fuck. original script? That, I, I, might I, I, have, yeah. I might have mentioned it on this show before, but there's a podcast called the um, Unmade Movie. I think it's Unmade Movie podcast. 
Project, um, I think, yeah. Unmade Movie Project. Oh, fuck, let me have a look. I can't remember, but yeah, you've mentioned it before. Um, they do one on the cancelled James Cameron Spider-Man, and it's fucking so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, I... It's also very off-topic. <laughs> un- uh, sorry, cancelled movie report. Check it out, cancelled it's really great. Okay. Uh, and yes, look at the... Listen to the James Cameron Spider-Man one. It's like... Spider-Man has like se- has like sex with MJ on top of the Brooklyn Bridge, which sounds like it would be something that's interesting, except he does it like a spider. Okay. He's like these spiders mate in this way. He does like a dance or something. That's what's in the at least in the um, pitch doc. Very weird. Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> moving right the fuck on. Yes. Uh, Danny and- DeVito. Does an amazing job with the weirdest version of the Penguin they could have possibly imagined. I had no idea what this movie was going to be like going in. And I don't think anything could have prepared me for what they did to the Penguin. No, he's nothing like the Penguin from the comics at all. Any other version of the Penguin. No one would do this to the Penguin for any reason, it's, it's apparently so there's a fan weird. theory that the penguins actually kill a croc in this. It's misnamed. Dude, that killer croc makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Remember that bit where he's like, like eating a raw fish, like a goblin, and then he bites some oh, dude's nose. So fucking weird and gross and off-putting. And then there's that bit like, where Catwoman puts a bird in her mouth, and he's like, "I'm gonna kill this cat." Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> this movie's so weird and he's got like a circus gang that works for him and Batman yeah, murders like, all of them yeah yeah he does remember that bit where he sets the dude on fire I know we mentioned it earlier but like like for no reason <laughs> And but then also like shoves a bomb down some dude's pants smiles at him and then pushes him down a vent yeah and then I'm pretty sure the uh, it's meant to look like fucking viscera flying up out of the vent. Like, oh, it's meat chunks. Yeah, the man is dead. <clears throat> he is a dead... The man is more than dead. <laughs> he is deceased <clears throat> beyond recognition. Fubar, my friend. <laughs> yeah, um, um, all that's bad. It, look, it... Because... Him using the remote controlled batarang to knock out four people at once when it makes no sense, like timing wise. Like, no no one does anything while he pulls out his batarang, programs <laughs> so, it, yeah, throws yeah, yeah. it, I forgot about the program and then they all that. get hit by it. <laughs> and I'm like, you I'm all like, deserve this. Yeah, you all just stood there and copped it. Like, the fifth guy to get hit. Come on, man. Yeah, come d- on. Duck. First guy, I can... Get, second guy, even. I can get it. Third guy, come on. Fourth guy, come the fuck on. <laughs> and then, uh, like, the penguin gets that batarang and uses it to murder that, like, model. Yeah, um, but he doesn't, like, program it and throw it from a distance so he's, like, just, like stabs with ability. He just fucking kills this bitch. <laughs> Although, then, no, he then Actually, pushes no. her off a building, right? Yeah, to yeah. make it look like the Batman did it. Yeah. I'd have thought leaving her in a in her change room to be found later with a batarang in her fucking that's the weirdest bit right like (laughs) surely that'd be better like what do you especially when when they're on the roof and he pushes her off batman sort of like goes oh shit that's my cue and then runs forward yeah (laughs) like he could have saved this woman (laughs) there's that fun bit where um he grabs Catwoman's foot and throws it to the ground and he says, eat floor, high fiber. <laughs> it's, it's high in fiber. What the fuck is this film? <laughs> God damn it. Like, I love that it's a Saturday morning cartoon. And when, okay, when he's in... Except um, it's not Cal, right? Like, people no, it was, is, though. I was going to say, but <laughs> would you show this to young kids? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> People were, like, like, that was the whole controversy, was it? Well, they lost like, a deal Mc- with McDonald's. McDonald's toys pulled out after the movie came out, I think, because mm. parent complains. Which yeah. I look, I'm usually like not for like parents complaining about movies and stuff. I'm like, you should know better. Mm. But they hardcore sold this as a kids movie, and it's not. Can you imagine if the but- Batman had tie-in McDonald's toys? Look, it had tie-in grilled burgers. Yeah, like, it's but... only that we're not allowed to advertise to kids. 
Which is pro- which is for the best. I wish people Not weren't allowed probably... to advertise to me, to be honest. Kind of. Like, because uh, I get that, like, when you advertise to kids, what you're actually doing is advertising to the adult via the kid nagging the adult to get the product. Yes. And that's annoying, and I hate it, and that's why I would want it gone. Well, and the but reason, really, but also the reason yeah. it's banned is because, well, not banned everywhere, but in a lot of places, is that um, advertising to ch- the 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 logic is children do not understand they are being advertised to, whereas adults mm. are meant to understand. We're putting quotation yeah. marks around that one. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, maybe we should just ban advertising. Look, because I, I think now more than ever you could live uh, an advertisement free life as a like you could enforce that on your kid if you wanted to oh i don't know like, about that you, you can't you, walk you can, outside you can pay with for ad free versions of things uh, yeah i mean you can't like, walk um, outside without seeing clive palmer's ugly fucking dickhead face <laughs> giving you a thumbs yeah, up but that's but that that's kind of what i mean like they're not advertising to children anymore so because of that and be, and through ad free versions of products that are digital, you can pretty much avoid those kids ever having. I was, seen I, I would, I would argue that anyone who buys into a Clive Palmer ad is a child, uh, <laughs> but uh, that's just, just, just me. God damn it! Um, There's a anyway, city somewhere talk- in South America. This is off topic slightly. There's a, I don't remember what city it is, but they've banned all external advertising in their cities or in their city. I think you, sh- I think you should at a point, like. Well, and like here's New the thing, York, right? It makes sense. Like Times Square is all about ads. Yeah, but in sure. Paris, don't have a fucking billboard in Paris. And I would, I think, outside advertising should be stripped out of Melbourne. Why do we? I don't think it's needed. And and the thing is, this city has seen like a decrease in weird things that you wouldn't expect, like crime, like certain types of crime, like decreased, and like, um, like general happiness went up in like surveys. Like, people were less overstimulated by these constant bombardment of external advertising. And it had a very positive effect on the um, people there. Very biased perspective, but... Well, I don't think people who would go and mug other people are doing it because they've seen too many ads. But I think there is something about how scummy a city feels. Like, when there's, like, these paper posters like plastered on top of each other for like a decade yeah like the wall is like three feet thicker than it was originally because they just keep fucking i don't mind i don't mind those of each other. i don't mind that to be honest but it's the big but, massive but in billboards some places that I hate. they look filthy they do look horrible no you're right and you know they get covered everywhere and on locations that really are murals like, man billboards don't look so bad when they're fresh and new and and okay, it's when they're like sun bleached and graffitied on that makes it look bad. Or that it's something that I just and this becomes personal, but like I disagree with, and then I'm constantly having to look at it on like my drive or something. Yeah, it just it's ruin, Like like, and I'm you know I'm using Clive Palmer as an example again. It ruins my day every day I drive to work and I see his fucking stupid billboard talking about some nonsense that I. Yeah, it's like just some utter garbage. Some utter tripe he's sprouting now and i'm and it ruins my day every day and i've speaking of and it's made me want to cause accidents um yes the penguin (laughs) eats tripe uh i'm pretty sure tripe is like cow stomach um so maybe not but (laughs) but yeah trout speaking of trout there you um, go that's what i was thinking of um are we talking to trout remember he saves (sighs) one baby and then the whole city's like mayor one man walks around the corner and goes, Oh no, the penguin! Don't hurt me! Take the baby, take anything, just don't hurt me! It's a cartoon! This, this, this movie's a cartoon! Well, okay. And then his uh, plan the thing is I... to steal all the children. Yeah, to take the firstborn son. And then the follow-up plan waste. is to send the penguins with missile backpacks. Oh, so good. <laughs> oh, this movie's so dumb. Okay, briefly rewinding, right, to Batman oh, yeah. 89. When he's in the Batcave with Vicky Vale, yes. and and he says, it's not a normal world, is it? When she says, you're not normal, are you? Like, the, I, I, my headcanon, right, is that Michael Keaton's Batman knows he's in a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. 
and the plot of The Flash is going to be, please take me to a world that makes any fucking sense. Get me out of here into your out. dark, gritty reality. Get me out. Because at least that makes sense. At least I can work in there. In this world, I've got to put fucking nipples on myself and change my face every other movie. Otherwise, it doesn't sell toys. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Robin's going to be canonical. Because is this going to definitively draw a line between those those two franchises? I, I assume that it'll just say different Batman, different universe. Maybe. But it's meant to be the same Batman. Yeah, but like... In the same way that there's two Lokis now, or many yeah. Lokis now. Well, and in saying know. that, they they recently released a continuation of this universe in a comic line, I think, called Batman 89, um, which right. features Two-Face played by Tommy, uh, not Tommy Lee Jones, by um, Billy D. Williams. Okay. That's pretty cool. Because Billy D. Williams should have been Two-Face. He should have been. I don't know why. I, I assumed there was some... Like, they just got the star power of Tommy Lee Jones and... Yeah, it just, was yeah. probably that, but they pro- it was probably a couple of things. Like, one, yeah, t- Billy D. Williams is black. Two, um, we want Tommy Lee Jones for the star power. Three, we just want to do the Joker again. So let's get Tommy Lee Jones. Because mm. he could just do the Joker yeah, but, again. But they also just did the Joker again with the Riddler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Batman Forever has just two new jokers in it. And even even Batman Returns, like the whole I'm gonna hijack the TV and announce well not I I'm going to <laughs> announce to the public I'm gonna call out Batman at this big public thing and you know like it all felt like it was just doing the same shit that the, was done in the last movie. I like the bit where Batman like plays the recording to defeat the penguin he defeats him just with a recording. so dumb. just and from the bat cave from like, the bat cave nowhere near no and I, I actually really like that i'm like yes that's great I, it's yeah. dumb where he like spins the cd and it goes rick 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 yeah it's so dumb uh that's silly and then because <sighs> it's a saturday morning cartoon and then everyone throws tomatoes at the penguin and the penguin is even like who the fuck brings penguin? Brings penguin. The fuck what, brings tom- why is there always someone who throws egg? Who brings eggs and tomatoes to a speech? Yeah, yeah, and he makes oh, a very it. valid point. Yeah, because it's a Saturday morning cartoon. We haven't spoken at all about Christopher yeah. Walken. Uh the actual villain. I, I'm sorry, Sam. Sorry. Do you mean Shrek, the main villain of Batman Returns? Shrek. That is who I mean. Yes. Yeah. Somebody once told me. <laughs> Fuck. So stupid. This so movie... Oh. Because <laughs> that's, that's like one of the most serious roles I've seen Christopher Walken in. <laughs> He's I... like the only person in this movie. Besides his evil plan to make a, a reverse power plant I and don't, sell it I as don't, a power plant. I don't get what the, what the, <laughs> what's the plan there. And like to do that, he's gonna get someone. He's gonna get the Penguin Mayor. I'm like, what is your end game? Like, what do you then do so with that build power? His reverse power plant, so he never has to pay for electricity. Again. Is that it? Is it just? To I guess save, so. If, is he that rich that all this is just to save on his personal lecky bill? That's <laughs> worth yeeting a woman out of a building for. I guess. Is what a piece of shit. But no, I love the bit at the end where Batman takes off his mask. And he has to, like, rip it at the seams because there's no way to take yeah. it off without removing the whole thing. Oh, and they cut they cut to her and then back and all his eye makeup's, makeup's gone. gone. Which is something I loved about <laughs> The Batman is it's the first time we've ever seen the eye makeup hang around. Um, I think I think they did it in, in The Dark Knight. Did they? Yeah. I don't remember them doing it in that. I think you see him putting it on. Maybe. In Batman Begins and then Maybe. putting his helmet on. Um, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Does not matter at all. Um... And then he's like, Bruce Wayne, why are you dressed as Batman? <laughs> I'm like, Because it's a Saturday morning cartoon! <laughs> Saturday morning cartoon for grown-ups. Oh, it's so dumb. It is very dumb. Um, and she just, kills him in the most gratuitous, like, unnecessary way. She, I'm like, pretty sure banking on the concept that she had two um, lives left. She tongues, he gives him some tongue in mouth with a little like, side of taser she, and yeah, then he also like turns into a, a skeleton 
Just yeah, like the last movie. Yeah, because we know movie. that's what electricity does to people in this movie. Oh, in this, in in this, this universe. universe. Yeah. Um, excellent. What an excellent duology of films for just... Honestly... For just utter, stupidity. Honestly, I love them. They are super dumb, but also yeah. they're really charming in their own ways. I think Batman and Alfred are so good together, even though they're not in it much, because, again, we all know Tim Burton doesn't care about the about, about Bat- Batman, and yeah. that's fine. Um, it's got the weirdest, dumbest version of the Penguin, but I kind of like it. And actually, yeah. the, the it works as an interesting parallel, right? Like, he was born into the same society Batman was, but was mm. thrown away because he was grotesque. Um, mm. But it's interesting that they don't do enough with that. They don't well, they, really talk about it too much. Yeah, when Bruce Wayne's sitting at home watching all the stuff go down in the first two acts, yeah, um, <laughs> just just going. Well, I have no reason to intervene here. I hope that nice man finds his parents. Pity he's such an ugly bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's he, nice. It is. He's kind of like I don't trust him. And Alfred's like, leave him alone. <laughs> No, I, I'm pretty sure it went the other way. That Alfred was like, uh, "Like, is there something strange about this man?" And he's going, "No, no. I hope he just finds his parents." Maybe I don't remember now. Actually, because then I'm week. pretty sure he starts looking into who his parents are, and then he's like, "Oh, they are the um, like like here's this connection between him and the freak show." Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. Also, I'm pretty sure it was Pee Wee Herman playing the. Uh, it was. Yep. The dad? Uh, <laughs> playing the dad. Yeah, Which is very funny. Very funny. I think the mum's someone too. whenever I see too, Paul Rubin. But I yeah, don't know. Yeah, probably. I don't know who. Don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, very funny. Excellent. Um, but yeah, never never do this version of Penguin again. If you're going to, just make it Killer Croc. Because Killer Croc running for mayor, excellent story. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all So good. Yep. Um... Uh, yeah, yeah. This this was just weird and gross, and I just feel bad for Danny DeVito. Yeah, but well, and that bit at the end where the penguins like lower him into the water. What's going on there? And how are they? Where like the penguins come out and like Paul bear him into the water yeah. face down. Yeah, yeah. Like what's like I'm I'm more concerned about the yeah the hyper intelligent penguins under Gotham City <laughs> than I'm about this the killer croc man. Yeah, yeah. Accurate. Very weird. Mm. Um, and then in the next movie, we get the we get the Schumacher ones, and it it's it the Batman Forever is similar enough, but also like not the same enough. You know what I mean? The the big villain plot and the Doomsday Machine right at the end just takes this world to a whole other level of stupid. It does. Um, Otherwise, it's very in spirit of what of how they portray Batman and Bruce Wayne. Like we don't see him for most of the movie. He's a relatively <laughs> quiet, shy, just normal dude, and then he turns up and kills people and then leaves. That's accurate. In fact, George Clooney's Bruce Wayne is the softest of them all, but also has yeah. the least to do. But he's also yeah the most active and quippy and in the movie. Also, you want to know a to all really upsetting fact. What's that? When George Clooney made Batman and Robin, he's only one year older than Robert Pattinson is now. Jesus. I know. Because <laughs> George Clooney, I just picture in my head as a salt and pepper looking like middle-aged man, and that's just what he's always He like. always has! That... Yeah. <laughs> he always has. And I won't yeah. hear another word said about it. <laughs> Speaking of not another word said, we're at an hour and ten. Yeah, we should we probably can, just sort of wrap it up there. We can call this one, I reckon. I, I think this franchise is just so silly that I, I genuinely believe that headcanon and that that's what Michael Keaton's Batman's going to be doing in, in, the, Flash. in the Flash. Well, movie. Cal, it's never He's, coming out, so you'll never get to find out for sure. Or you'll always be it, right. When's it coming out? It got delayed again to next year. Ah! <laughs> So I'll oh, believe it's so out dumb. when I fucking see it. So I assume dumb. that teaser they released was all the footage they shot, and then Ezra Miller probably strangled someone, and now they've cancelled the shoot <laughs> forever. Dude, I I reckon I reckon they did that without getting Michael Keaton's approval or someone someone's approval, and 
and and they've just gone. It doesn't matter who it is. We'll get George Clooney if we have to. Honestly, if <laughs> if this is if this Flash movie is just a Batman team up, then great. Oh, I'm so I'm so mad. <laughs> Why? Why is, Why is Spider-Man's No Way Home thing for Batman the Flash movie? Why is it not a Batman forever? Why is it not Batman? What's the What's the cartoon about the future Batman? Like the young Batman kid? Beyond. Why is it not a Batman Beyond movie? Just make a Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton. That would have been so much yeah. better than whatever this is. Because it's going to yeah. be terrible. Because it's in the DCEU. Yeah. And I know Peacemaker was yeah. meant to be good, but I didn't watch it. No, I didn't either. We probably uh, probably should have, but <sighs> like, I'm sure it's fine. I'm but... sure it, I've heard it's great, but I'm like, I don't know if I care enough about that character. Do I want to watch? Like the new Halo TV show came out, and I'm yeah, going. Yeah, who cares? I know we're gonna do like, it for the episodes. So I'm gonna watch it, but talk about but late to the boat. Totally. How like it's so ridiculous. The the attempt to make halo content is just ridiculous and i'll get into it on the actual episode if we do one but i i'm i'm more keen to see brad pitt channing tatum and um (laughs) in what is that and the lost city something oh something like that and it's like what's the movie that had michael douglas in it Uh, i'm pretty sure it's the same yeah i'm pretty sure it's the same plot i'm down to do a double feature of romance in the stone and whatever this new movie is called (laughs) <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's called Lost City. But yeah, like, I yeah, like that looks way more fun to me than either of the two things from long-running franchises that I'm actually invested in. Yep. <sighs> anyway, anything else you want to say on... Nah, on... tweet us at Video Shop Pod. Cool. Um, yeah, we're probably going to do Romance in the Stone and, <laughs> and Lost City next week. Nonsense. So tweet us about those nonsense. if you want. Yeah. Um, or if you have any other requests, tweet us at Video Shop Pod. Yeah. See you, nerds. Bye.